letting the world know what you do. And I'm talking about so crazy that there were a time where you actually had to take up a job selling soap. Uh, that was my journey. So I feel that wearing that green t-shirt and selling little soap uh, was part of my journey. Social entrepreneur, educationist, and someone who epitomizes everything that the Smashed Bashed Yet Not Bashed podcast stands for. I'm talking about grit. I'm talking about perseverance. I'm talking about not throwing in the cards, irrespective of whatever life throws at this particular person. This is someone who has been down and out, someone who has been up there, lost it all, and is coming back, and is now coming back with the intention of giving back. Ladies and gentlemen, trust me, this is one episode you want to stay in for and stay in all the way. Have you ever been knocked down and found it hard to get up? Have you ever been knocked down and bounced back to come back even stronger? Hi, I'm Gaurav Bhagat and you can call me GB. And welcome to the Smash Bashed Yet Not Dashed podcast. A fortnightly podcast where I speak about persistence, perseverance and overcoming the odds to come out ahead. So Bandana, first of all, thank you so very much. You flew in specially all the way from Calcutta to be on the 33rd episode of the Smash Bashed Yet Not Dash podcast. And it's so great to have you here in the studio with us today. Thank you so much for having me here. And it's more of a privilege for me to be on this show. And thank you for getting me on this show. It's more, I am honored and humbled by this. Not all. Like I said, you know, knowing your story and the path that you're now on, I think it truly is something that more in the world, you know, really need to know about. And we have a very devoted set of, you know, listeners and, and watchers, since there's also going to be a video. And I'm sure they will be inspired by all the work that you do, as I have been and so many others who actually follow you closely. I think you are an inspiration for me. And even though you are my kid brother, but I think you are more of an inspiration and the work wow, that you are so doing is remarkable. I'm just a drop in the ocean. Uh, no, always very humble and I will put on record for all our listeners and watchers um, a lot of the creativity that came you know, in my life, uh, the board games and, and the early stuff that I did, uh, Bandana is the inspiration for that as well. So we will talk about some of those things as well and uh, watch out for that as well. So Bandana, a Delhi girl at core, born you know, and brought up over here. Um, talk us through the early days. I know you were in the toniest of South Delhi neighborhoods. You grew up in Panchil and, and, mm -hmm. and Defense Colony and New Friends Colony and all the places, you know, people aspire to be. So obviously a great childhood. Let's let's talk about the early years. So, yes, I'm a thoroughbred Delhiite, uh, modernite, proud modernite actually. Mm -hmm. uh, studied in modern school, Barakamba Road, Vasant Vihar also, as well as uh, Humayu Road. We started with Humayu Road. Yeah. So that was my childhood. So when we grew up in the 70s and 80s, uh, life was very different yeah. and uh, Delhi was very different. It's totally something different today. Of course. But uh, that time we didn't even have any transport. We never had a car or we had to go by bus or right. carpool. Right. And the only form of uh, transport that we had was a cycle. Mm -hmm. And we used to go from New French Colony uh, cycling all the way to Sundarnagar to have chart yeah. and we used to go over the ashram flyover yeah. and today we can't even think about that because we'll just get mowed down 
and so that was life in the 70s and 80s and growing right. up in delhi right and uh, so that was amazing and uh, lots of good memories of childhood right and of course uh, lots of friends and uh, from school they are still my friends and that's they are my strength of course and uh, great to have them in my life till yeah. date and something to be said about that i mean i know you used to call yourselves uh, the super seven and it's amazing that through life's ups and downs you are all still together you're all still you know looking out for each other and i think the bonds that some of you have are closer than the bonds that you have you know with your respective you know spouses or you know in some cases maybe like ex spouses but it's amazing right you guys from the age of maybe like 4 or 5 have still had that bond you know even so many years later quite quite fantastic correct so so 7 seems to be my lucky number mm -hmm. so set of 7 friends mm -hmm. and uh, set of 7 brothers mm -hmm. that's also been there i'm the right. only girl in the family and uh, right. one real brother and six uh, cousins yeah yeah and all boys mm -hmm. so that was also another number mm -hmm. so which also was amazing so yeah. that growing up in delhi with the brothers was also another story which was great fun of course and uh, they they used to play with me and all i played was the boys games mm. and they destroyed my dolls and all my girl girly things yeah. so that was yeah. also part of the memory yeah. which was there yeah. so so yes seven has been a lucky number for me and uh, growing up in the 17 and 80s uh, i also remember uh, that time we couldn't afford too much so we used to go to nerulas mm. the all of us right the friends and we used right. to have a hot chocolate fudge which costed maybe 8 or 10 rupees mm -hmm. and it was shared by maybe 10 of us mm -hmm. so that was also growing up during mm -hmm. that time which mm -hmm. has uh, which yeah. was wonderful yeah simple times indeed and you know you look at kids today and, and the aspirations and and things that they you know demand or desire uh, it's quite mind boggling you know compared to what it was like growing up in the like you said 70s 80s and yes. you know early 90s as well super so again going back to those times and and you mentioned this part about you know where um, you had this environment where there was you were the only girl and then of course with the brother and the you know the cousins um you were doing a lot of you know stuff that the boys had to do so was it almost like some of you perceived as like the tomboys where you know playing going out there and playing cricket and doing things which you know girls perhaps you know weren't doing as much yes yes of course that was there yeah. playing with all the boys and all the boys game not only cricket it was even uh, Uh, seven stones and pitu, uh, yeah. gulli danda mm -hmm. i don't know what mm -hmm. you would call mm -hmm. that in mm -hmm. english but mm -hmm. uh, that was also part of our uh, growing up yeah and uh, really enjoying i mean that that moment with the boys right and of course you know today you are in the space of you know education and extremely creative with you know what you do uh, you know with the initiatives that you run and how you involve you know the student community but come to think of it when i go back and i think about you know when i was of course you know 10 11 12 years old i would see that you were big on you know on sketching on drawing on snoopy characters oh, yeah. you were the person behind all the birthday parties and and some of these birthday parties were grand for the time right everyone would still remember the birthday parties that uh, you know we used to throw at home but you were the architect you know and the organizer behind it so truly you know the event organizer event management agency slash creative agency even before anyone knew what that was right where did where did some of that inspiration really come from i don't know it just came naturally i think uh, i love children and uh, you were the kid brothers and i love to be part of your journey so i don't know it just came naturally never thought about it it yeah. was just part of me until date uh, this come naturally to me i have my neighbors children 
who just roll into my house and they want to play with me every day and i'm like oh is this a school going on in the mm. evening after school it's mm. quite amazing mm. but it's fun yeah. so i think that just come naturally i really don't yeah. know how yeah awesome and you know for our viewers and listeners we're going to talk about this you know in a little bit where uh, vandana is doing some amazing things in calcutta where she's now based out of in the space of education uh, she runs the la matanel school she's also doing stuff uh, with gyan kosh all things we'll talk about in the later part but just connecting the dots in terms of how that early journey has led to you know the path that she's on today and you know the give back piece as well so coming back to a slightly later part you know in towards the end of school um you know when you were in a perhaps more difficult time right and we're talking about you know yes you know you may have had the tonius to homes you know great lifestyle you know with a family that you know was in the heart of corporate india doing some really big things but there came a situation where you truly started having your first smash bash moments and i'm talking about so crazy that there were a time where you actually had to take up a job selling soap at defense colony market right like let's talk about that time so life had a lot of challenges but i'm glad it had these challenges because it made me more focused and uh, more responsible in life uh, at a very young age but that's okay uh, challenges come you can either be bitter or you can get better so i chose to be better because i think that's the only way out in life and uh, my mom always used to tell me that uh, you know try not to throw negativity into the universe mm-hmm. because the more negative thoughts you throw in the non- more negative you will attract mm-hmm. so be careful about your thoughts and i always try to remember those words awesome yeah i'm so true and today you look at you know mr 10x so that's grand cardone he would always say no negativity allowed here but it's true these are things which have you know passed on from generations and uh, your mom was you know someone who was extremely wise beyond her years of course went through her own challenges with health and wellness and all that but she would do the satsangs and she would always come back and and you know be such a big influence even on us you know in our lives growing up as well so she true. was an epitome of strength yeah. she was really an epitome of strength and i think i draw my strength from her awesome because again she had so many challenges but yeah. she never gave up yeah and in those times yeah. so i think that's amazing mm. so that's what i'll tell everyone don't be bitter in life yeah yeah i love that bitter or better the choice is yours and and block out the negativity i think that's so so important especially in the times that we live in today where there's so much noise around you know the pandemic and the news and the media everything just blows everything out of proportion and um, you know people are just influenced in a way where they don't need that in their lives right now you know they just need to have conversations like like these you know they need to have you know just positive you know influences coming through to them so again thank you so much for sharing thank you again thank you for making me sit here and talk to you today not at all so post this you know yes you know you're 18 years old you're thrown in the deep end you know where you once mentioned to me that you were you know actually having to be a sales person you know at a counter outside defense stores and you said the impact on you has been that even today at in, now you based on calcutta when you see someone at the tolliganj club you know or the sardi club and they're selling something you always go and you buy something from them just because of the connect and you know that okay this is something that i did for 75 rupees a day back in the day so it's almost you know your give back in a way as well yeah that was my journey so i feel that wearing that green t-shirt and selling little soap 
uh, was part of my journey yeah. and I feel that now when I see someone selling something somewhere, even mm. if I don't require that product, mm. I still go and buy it. Awesome. Because I feel like they should be encouraged because I've yeah. gone that path. I've gone through that path. So, so I feel that so it's true. a good thing to do. And we spoke about early mentors. And of course, right after this, you said, okay, I'm going to explore something in the travel space. You start working at a travel agency. Uh, eventually, you get involved with Cathay Pacific. You're now traveling the world, spending a lot of time in Hong Kong and back. Uh, the importance of early mentors, especially at this point in your life, how important were mentors and what are some of the things that stand out for you at that time? Okay, so going to my early journey of working, the first job that I had, of course, was that a someone known to me mm -hmm. and it was something which was I had to move out of that comfort zone for certain sure. reasons yeah. uh, and I'm glad I moved out of that comfort mm. zone that made me think ahead and uh, I had to explore more options yeah. and uh, so then I went on to other avenues and I was really fortunate to get some jobs at some travel agencies and finally I landed up with the, at the Cathay Pacific Delhi mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A very glamorous job mm -hmm. and I had a very great uh, mentor, Ashima, mm -hmm. who guided me and handheld me. So mm -hmm. that was also wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I've been very fortunate and I got the opportunities and life just kept giving, giving me directions and the paths kept getting made. So that was amazing. Right. And of course, uh, in due course, uh, you know, married fairly early and I'd say fairly early even by those days. I mean, of course, I mean, you were probably about 23 mm -hmm. and then life had different plans for this Delhi girl, okay, who is now going to be making her way all the way to Calcutta. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yes, so I was the first amongst the Super 7 to get married and uh, my friends thought that it was way too early and they said, my God, what are you up to? So then I just said, marriage is a gamble mm -hmm. and let me take on this mm -hmm. gamble. Mm -hmm. We'll see from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's been 34 years now awesome. and I'm still there in the same space. So yeah. that yeah. just speaks. Lovely. And by virtue of being in Calcutta, now there is um, a family that you're marrying into, which is into education. Uh, Pami's mom, of course, uh, you know, uh, was uh, the principal of the school at the time. And you're now expected to come in and be an educationist yourself, you know, do your formal education in the space. What was that like? I mean, surely it couldn't have been easy, but you were someone who would be more like beating the system kind of person and now you're going to become the system. So how was that? <laughs> totally <laughs> different, like totally a mm -hmm. flip mm -hmm. of personality. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. Coming from a glamorous job, yeah. wearing a sari, yeah. which, you know, yeah. I was not so comfortable with. Yeah. But again, a friend of mine handheld me and taught me how to wear a sari. Mm -hmm. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. Again, one more a hurdle we uh, overcome right. and yes I completed uh, I further got educated in Kolkata mm -hmm. and under the able guidance of my mother-in-law late mother-in-law mm -hmm. Dr. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Manjeet Paul mm -hmm. she was a pioneer in the field of education right. and she had handheld me so that really helped and today what I am I owe a lot to her because uh, if it wasn't for her I wouldn't be here so yes, I adapted myself to the change and it was totally a different role. Yeah. But uh, again, it was nice. It's, right. it's been a great journey because uh, it's been very fulfilling. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about, you know, Mrs. Paul for a second because she was, you know, the person who founded this school. And I love how, you know, you would always say it's not a big school, but it has a big purpose, right? And you would say things like small school, big purpose. So, 
What were some of the things that really stood out for you, you know, when you were under her wing, under her mentorship? Because she was priming you for the role that you are in today. We're going to run this entire operation. So tell me a little bit about what was that like, you know, being with her, things that stood out for you, uh, working with her. What were some of those things that really stood out? So uh, I was really fortunate to have, again, a great mentor and teacher who handheld me, literally. And she nurtured me and made me what I am today. And she was very strict. So mm -hmm. that's what was good because mm -hmm. if you're not strict, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to just be in that comfort zone again. Right. And uh, then you're not going to take on, you know, yeah. the reins and you're not going to move ahead. Yeah. So I think that was very, very important that mm -hmm. she just was uh, shaping me up to take on the legacy. Mm -hmm and uh, carry forward her name yeah. and I'm trying to do that yeah. to the best of my ability yeah. and God is helping me. Of course, of course. <laughs> you know, and we're going to talk about you know, even what happened during the pandemic and how hard it got for education as a space uh, and you did some wonderful things during that time as well. But truly, I love the fact where you spoke about legacy because I think you know, sometimes people are just so involved in the day-to-day, -day, they never really think about you know, the long-term impact of their actions, um, however small that action might be. And I think it's, it's amazing what you're doing in terms of, you know, carrying forward the legacy in Calcutta and, and you know, just keeping this going. So hats off to you. No, just, it's a role. But that's it. It couldn't have been easy. Okay. And we're going to talk about, you know, getting people onto your cause and all of that. Because let's fast forward to, you know, just a few years back, a time which was perhaps one of the most difficult times for many of us, uh, which is when the pandemic came. And, you know, you were sharing some stunning facts with me in terms of the number of schools that, you know, really started closing down at the time. Uh, but you didn't cut back at all. So what was it like first? Okay, let's go back to April 2020. Uh, the lockdown's been announced and everything's going to be shut for, well, at least 40 days. Um, what were the first thoughts that came to your mind then? I had this panic attacks. I'll be very honest about it and I want to share that. I had, had anxiety and total panic attacks and I didn't know what to do because I didn't know how would we carry on and how would the school carry on because we have been uh, catering to this aspiring class of children right. uh, so how they're going to pay the fees and how yeah. are we going to tide over it was really one of the biggest challenges of my life right. I thought I'll give up mm. I really thought at some point I can't go carry on like this yeah but again, like I said, there is some magical force, some blessings of elders or mm -hmm. some like I have a lot of faith in Almighty. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think I always felt that that uh, God or whichever that superpower is yep. held my hand once more. Mm -hmm. So that was mm -hmm. amazing. So you have to actually have the faith and uh, uh, one day at a time, one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And uh, somehow again we were able to bounce back. Yeah. And it's amazing that, you know, never once did you actually uh, cut salaries of your staff members. Um, in fact, you mentioned that you went ahead and paid bonuses where other people were saying, Pesani. and we look on big organizations, big schools, big trust funds, and you run a, an establishment which pretty much has no cash reserves, right? Uh, whatever it is, you know, has been depleted because of the work that you do. I mean, a lot of people who come and study at your schools are coming from, uh, you know, the underprivileged, you know, places in society, or they don't have the means, many of them could not even pay their fees. But you said it's okay, irrespective of what's happening with them, I need to still step up and take care of my people. So brilliant, right? So that again, I'll uh, give credit to my staff, my team, 
because they were very, very cooperative. And Urmila, who's my right-hand person at school, she said, ma'am, don't worry, we'll cut, cut our salaries, we won't take the money, just let's carry on. Right. So, and plus the others also. The team was brilliant mm -hmm. and they just supported me wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I think that helped. And yeah. of course, uh, by then my friends, my batchmates, they understood the situation and uh, one of them, Kirti, she took the lead and she reached out right. and she did a fundraiser and somehow we just managed, I don't know, again, it was just something which just happened mm. somehow. So, super and seven to the rescue as well. Yes, yeah. uh, and everything yeah. just fell into place and yeah. I was able to manage my life and awesome. of course, uh, not only her and looking at this uh, movement which started, uh, there were so many people. I, I can't even name them. If I start naming them, this uh, episode will go on and on. And uh, people I don't even know, I have not even met in different yeah. parts of the world. Yeah. Uh, I have a cousin called uh, Vikram who passed away. His friends from Japan, from Singapore, wow. from I don't know where, I can't even name the places mm. and the people mm. and unknown people. Mm. They just, because the cause was so... Uh, you know yeah. strong that yeah. they just came came and helped us and we didn't give up so we just carried on and now we look look back and we say wow we haven't shut the yeah. school and yeah. we are still catering to those children who want to change their lives so it was really something brilliant yeah. brilliant yeah and and ladies and gentlemen think about it 21,000 schools have not survived the pandemic that's 21 thousand schools okay and here is a school which is bootstrapped you know there was there's no investor there's no reserves but there is purpose okay there is purpose and there is you know just that fire and passion to say we are not going to give up okay Vandran just mentioned about how the team came together so when we always say it's the teamwork that makes the dream work I mean such an important you know message that goes out over there and while she's being super humble okay she's being super humble and there's a lot of humility of course you know in her if you've known her long enough you know you'll actually find that as well but she's not taking any credit herself. But it is the person on top. If the person on top doesn't, you know, inspire, okay? And then yes, like I say, you downplay it. If the person on top is not inspiring, you will not even start a movement, okay? So the movement, and you have to take a lot of credit for that as well, is, is being driven by you. People see you for who you are, and which is why they're drawn to your cause. Today, if there is something that's lacking in the world, and I always say this, the biggest disease that we have today in the world is a trust deficit. You just don't know who to trust. You don't know who to trust with your money. You don't know who to trust with your time. You don't know who to trust with your energy. And I think if there is someone who stands up for a noble cause and says, listen, I'm genuine and this is what I have, you will have people being drawn to you. So I think that's what you've been able to achieve so as well. That's, I think, uh, very nice of you to say that. But I just think that, yes, when people have faith in you, maybe you are just you. You are just you. I mean, it's just yeah. natural. I guess yeah. you want to give back and you want to do for the society. Maybe because my journey has been tough also. So I feel that I want to help everyone that yeah. I can so that yeah. they can fulfill their dreams and change their lives. Yeah. So. And it's amazing what you do at the school because like I said, even though you know, it may not be hyped up, but the fact that you know, you're winning um, prizes at a national level, okay, at least at a state level where you're beating some of you know, the most reputed you know, schools of, you know, uh, of the region, um, you get awards for creativity, you're invited on to you know, panel discussions, um, you have your annual day events at, at, at really nice locations where I'm sure these parents come and they feel very proud about what their children are doing and where they're a part of as well. 
Yes, so I want to give them the same opportunities uh, an XYZ school would give. Mm -hmm. Why not us mm -hmm. also? Why mm -hmm. should we be deprived? So I try to give them the best of best. And, uh, you know, I just want to share with you, I have a lot of ex-students on board. Yeah. Uh, the, they help us in the school, whether it is a designer or whether it is uh, somebody in the computer, you know, Love department. It. Love it. And we also have a lot of teachers who are ex-students of the school. Wow. So, you know, that also helps because they also have this uh, love for their school and the passion that uh, they have in them True. to give back to their school. True. So that itself is also amazing. So yep. we get them together yep. and we have a team of lots of ex-students coming up to help the school in wow. whichever, which way they can. Yeah. So. And I think that's amazing. And, and, you know, that again brings me back to the point that obviously the experience that you've created for them while they were a part of the institution, you know, there are so few, I mean, we went to great schools, but do we really think of going back to our school and giving back in some capacity? Maybe financially, perhaps yes, but emotionally, maybe not. Like not in terms of, you know, time, not in terms of thinking about, oh, can we be faculty and, you know, or can we actually go back and contribute, you know, in this way, like your students have. So again, I think it goes, credit goes to you, you know, to your mom-in-law, um, the faculty that you've had over the years, that they have instilled those values, that you've had these people, despite coming from situations which are, economically challenging, right? They have to sometimes take a call between the path they need to follow on the financial side, but then they still come back because they're emotionally invested. And again, I think hats off to you guys for that as well. <laughs> it's all about these small things you do in life. I think the little things count. It's not the big things. Agreed. And I, I agree. And, you know, we were having this discussion and I said, you know, you'll have all the money in the world, but you haven't been able to give back and change some lives. What's all that money worth, right? Maybe a point to think about as well. So, again, you know, there is this time for pivot. So you pivoted in your life several times. You know, one was when you came out of school, um, you know, of course, you know, with the job in Hong Kong, moving to Calcutta, starting the school. And then the pandemic brought about another opportunity. Okay, and this is Gyan Kosh, and I know it's something you're very passionate about. So let's hear a little bit more about Gyan Kosh, because to my mind, this changes everything. So tell us about Gyan Kosh. So Gyan Kosh was born during the pandemic and a friend of mine who is the CEO of NASCOM, Kirti, she told me something which is stuck in my mind till date. Mm -hmm. What you focus on expands. So if you focus on a negative thought, yeah. only it's going to get negative. Yeah. And if you focus on positivity, it's going to get positive. Yeah. So actually I've written that and stuck it on my desk and Love I that. look at it every day. Yeah. Because that's my mantra in life. And uh, when this uh, pandemic stuck, of course, there were a lot of negative thoughts, like yes. I shared earlier. But then we, one fine afternoon, uh, we sat, me, me and my team. Again, I, of course. I feel my team is very important Agreed. to mention because Agreed. it's not me yeah. alone. Yeah. Uh, it's always my team and I. Mm -hmm. As they say, mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. comes after. Yeah. So... So we just thought of a plan of uh, doing something. Right. We had the time, there were no children coming to school. Correct. And uh, we had a lot more challenges because uh, most of our children didn't even have smartphones. Right. And uh, financial issues, at that time it was more about survival and not even about phones and education and yeah. you know, everything was a mess as you know. Yeah. And the largest sector which suffered were children, actually. The rather, that is the area which really, really suffered because of yeah. learning disabilities, because they lost out. Uh, of course, we are making up for it, but 
whatever it is they did lose out right but anyway then we thought now what to do we can't just sit and keep feeling sorry and sit and do nothing True. we have to move ahead and uh, look ahead because past is past whatever happened is happened we have to think of something yeah so we just uh, started making video lessons mm -hmm. uh, and we started reaching out to family members right. it could be even friends and right. even teachers right uh, and we started writing the scripts of the lessons and we started giving these scripts to people and whoever was good with their voice mm. said okay you know start recording your mm. voices yeah. and give it to us on the whatsapp right and they sent the voices and then yeah. we started putting animation to those voices Lovely. because we wanted to make it interesting you know just a voice on whatsapp mm. and the children are mm. going to get bored oh, as it sure. is there's so much of anxiety Correct. and so much of fear of the unknown and so much uh, so many losses and so much of a, you know negative and depressive phase Correct. of life Correct. i'll say Correct. so we said okay let's make this interesting so some cartoon again mm. maybe the cartoon mm. drawer in me or yeah. maybe the cartoonist yeah. in me came yeah. alive yeah. and we said let's put some animation into these videos right. and start making some short videos nice. but then children were sorted with their uh, smartphones and then we had this whatsapp group right and we managed to get them together somehow you know put them together then came up this uh, these video lessons which were really attractive Correct. and interesting so we started sending but then we realized that our phone started getting jammed including mm. my own mm. and uh, rather when this pandemic struck i want to go back to that uh, right. moment sure uh, i didn't even have one phone number because the phone numbers were in school and we were not allowed to go out wow so yeah. i'm like how am i going to do this and i had a phone which was really in a bad shape i didn't mm -hmm. even have a phone mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then i requested my neighbor uh that you have a spare phone so he was just so sweet he had an iphone and he said just take it and so i took his phone until mm. date i have that phone he yeah. said i don't want it back it's yeah. such a sweet chap yeah. Uh, yeah. manish who mm -hmm. lives next door mm -hmm. and he just gave that phone to me without any you know nobody gives their phones and of he course. just gave it and he said okay go ahead yeah. until date i'm using that on my whatsapp group right. right so so the phone came sim card i had and then the phone numbers we were like how are we going to get the phone numbers True. we can't even get out of the house yeah yeah then thought of things and then i remembered oh my id card fellow he has the data of everyone let mm. me call him up mm. email send somehow mm. managed mm. then i have a doctor friend shabnam used her car to go back and forth somehow to school and right. picking up right. stuff which right. we needed yeah. so you know i don't know how things happened so you know these people just came from all over to awesome. help because awesome. again the cause was so great yeah so going back to gyankosh uh, so once we decided to do these video lessons our phones were getting jammed and we are like what are you going to do after some time we'll just have to keep deleting and such with nice videos mm. what are we going to do where are we going to save them so he said okay fine let's uh, get a website design yeah. and we'll start uploading them on that that's where gorov contributed also because we had no funds as it is we had no funds and then we are like oh, going in for a new venture and we want to uh, design a website in those times we are like what are you up to boy you know like what Chudar. are you up to Chudar. so gorov contributed and i have another friend seema bagaria she contributed my friend shabnam she contributed that we buy a new laptop because we needed a better laptop to get the animation in order Correct. so somehow again 
magically things happen amazing and the cool part is that you know you're starting with again trying to solve a need a pressing problem that's actually there um you're not starting the reason why people start businesses today where they start thinking oh what's my exit going to be you know who's going to come in and invest in me it's not that you say okay there's a problem this problem needs a solution and i'm going to do whatever it takes bootstrap where you're picking up a phone from a neighbor okay you're just about managing to put enough resources to get in a laptop i know none of the core people involved with the project were it people i remember having those conversations and you're like i don't know how to do this and i'm saying maybe you want to check out you know like a teachable or you know one of these things i have no idea about how these platforms work and then again you had people drawn to the cause you know where you had people who were again your alumni people who were students and saying ma'am we're here how do you want us to help right so again i mean so heartwarming to see that happening and again coming back to the point where you're saying it's not about oh gyan kosh is going to be the next byju's right you're saying Gyankosh is here to solve the problem for the people I really care about. So again, purpose versus you know commercial interests. Correct. So that's how this was born, and now today we have about two thousand video lessons uploaded on this website, Amazing. which are being used by our school children, and we can provide them to others also right. because we've already mapped them and we've already uh, yeah. you know finished according to the. board and the syllabus and everything fantastic and, and that's 2000 videos 2000 videos wow so that with an a... iphone and one laptop and that's where it all began <laughs> super <laughs> that's yeah. how this gyan kosh was born mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this is the journey of gyan kosh right. and uh, so that like i said you said that lot of people just came out and yeah. came and helped some yeah. yeah. again magic happened yeah again some hand some amazing and i think i think that resource you know that you've created there and you continue to add to is is going to be invaluable and people are seeing this now now you're already seeing people who are saying okay vandana tell me more right the reason why i also want to come on the podcast is because i just think it's such a wonderful story such a wonderful journey and the world needs to know i know and you're extremely camera shy and you said i've never been on camera before and i said listen i had never been on camera before till like 2 years ago so the point is that it's about letting the world know what you do because i think you know the more people you spread out to and the more word you actually spread the better it is and again people would always say you can be the best but if you're not the best known it doesn't matter okay again it's a grand card online i'm just borrowing that but ladies and gentlemen what i will do later towards the end of this is also put in the links below on where you can connect with vandana over email or where you can get details of the lamatanel school or if you want to contribute to her cause by all means if you want to check what gyan kosh is all about do check it out you know they're not an expensive resource it's not you know one of those you know new age companies which is come in and saying oh you know x number of you know thousands for every subscriber that you bring on they're not doing that i mean it's just meant to go out there for a bigger purpose so if you're listening in if you're watching in and you want to help you know where to reach me but i'll also put in vandana's coordinates and if you can help in any way to make this grander you know please do so coming back to people again wanting to come and help right you now have very interesting offset of gyan kosh where it's also the english language piece okay where i mean everyone knows that english is going to play an important part of you know um uh, people's futures there are many who don't have access to that um tell me about what's happening with ritika right now because i think that's that's super fun as well <laughs> okay so that's also something very interesting again growing up in the 70s and 80s i'm going back and forth i don't yeah, know yeah yeah so ritika and i were the first business partners at uh, we started a library a books and comics lending library and okay. that was our first business venture called yours mine and ours that was during school time and that time like i said again the cycle was put to good use and we used to go cycling in our colony and give the comics and books to everyone 
and of course i don't think we earned much out of it but whatever we must have earned we must have eaten or treated of ourselves course. from of that course. Yep. so and uh, at that time there was no swiggy genie so mm-hmm. i think we were the genies of our time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was great mm-hmm. and of course then life went different ways and we got yep. married and whatever yep. Yep. but i was in touch with rithika and uh, so in feb 2022 that's this year she got in touch with me and she had this wonderful cause and she told me vandana i want to do something for uh, the staff of my children and i want to give them some good uh, english communication skills uh, you know some kind of backup with that so we explored a few options and she and i talked about it a couple of times mm-hmm. and uh, so she wanted my advice and then i gave her my input and then one fine day she called me again and she says bandana why don't you and your team in kolkata take this up awesome so i said well the cause has touched my yep. heart yeah and the cause is great it's brilliant again something which i have been working on so definitely i want to take this on so we took it on and we've been catering to about 50 children uh, and all her staff uh, members it could be even caddies at the golf club ritika yeah. modi is uh, yeah. plays a lot of golf at the delhi golf club yeah. and she's got a lot of uh, staff members and their children their cousins their friends it's just growing and right now it's the most uh, sought after program Maybe. and it's uh, done on google meet it's an online program so right. i have people from meerut to modinagar to uh, rajasthan uh, to different parts of india they are attending this program so it's really really again something magical yeah, yeah. and uh, also not only the children children are have been there on this journey which is just so humbling because they come right. from uh, varied backgrounds and they are just the passion in them and their drive in them that to change their lives yeah. is so brilliant and that's what just keeps me also so involved in this program because i am just so honored to be a mm-hmm. part of it and i really thank ritika for giving me this opportunity and uh, for this program mm. again uh, it was again a path which was new to me yeah. but uh, the journey has been wonderful because i got uh, mentors who have been from my cousin in dubai mm-hmm. our cousin in dubai mm-hmm. and uh, my best friend from school radhika dagar who lives in chandigarh and uh, she's uh, introduced me to mrs chadda then radhika's daughter ananya she's also involved so somehow you know the best of best yeah. uh, resources that i have got is just brilliant again it's just mm. just beautiful it's mm. a beautiful journey yeah wow and it's amazing you know you and and you have your hand in in so many pies and so you've got the school you've got gyankosh okay now you've got the venture with ritika and then you're thinking okay i still have free time i don't know how you do it but maybe i can do a little bit of bringing back things i learned from my grandmom and my mom and let me start a small kitchen as well so we have vanny's kitchen which is not officially launched i think this is breaking news but you're also doing that i mean hey how is this even possible i mean how do you manage so much okay so that was also something just started in october 2022 mm-hmm. a friend of mine called me and she wanted to order some chanas which is my famous chanas which i make the punjabi chanas mm-hmm. and she's like i want to order but i want you to do it professionally yeah i'm like professionally okay then i said okay why not let's try it out 
So then tried it out and it was brilliant. And uh, I have these neighbor's children who come to my house who call me, call me Vani, mm. Vandana and Granny. So mm. it's a Vani, Van nice. and a Granny. Mm. So they call me Vani. So I said, okay, the name should be Vani's Kitchen. Nice. And uh, so I have my uh, hands in various, not pies, I'll say various jars because now I'm making my granny's uh, pickles, wow. which is uh, the gobi shalgam ka achar yeah. and I'm making, uh, you know, gajar ka halwa, which I just brought for your father from awesome. all the way from Kolkata, Love from it. Vanny's kitchen <laughs> and not granny's kitchen. Yeah. I can't be like granny. Yeah. Because granny is granny. Of course. But uh, of course. I remember sitting with granny and writing down these recipes. And uh, so I yeah. kind of I had that interest in cooking yeah. Yeah. and took it on from saag, maki ki roti and anything that mm. is ghar ka khana. Mm. So, so this new venture is a new thing which I have started. So again, yeah. my passion. So it's very important to pursue your hobbies and your passion. Yeah. And one of yeah. them, of course, is cycling for me. Mm -hmm. Again, going back to childhood mm -hmm, and reliving mm -hmm, those moments. Mm -hmm. And my husband went and bought the cycle for me. Mm -hmm. So when he went to the shop, they asked him, uh, how old is your daughter? Mm -hmm. And uh, so he, he just told the height and, you know, whatever. So he whatever Correct. he could figure out and he bought yeah. that cycle and, you know, it was a perfect cycle. Yeah. So whenever I have some issues, I just go cycling mm. and I cycle my worries away. Mm. So that's a very important thing in my life. I just keep using that line. I just cycle my worries away. Love that. Cycle your worries away. And so true, so important to have passions, you know, because sometimes, uh, you know, even life without passion, is it, is it really worth living? And it's amazing that, uh, you know, you're able to do so much and, you know, still make time to pursue your passions as well. I mean, be it cooking and, you know, when they talk about this movement of passion to profession, who knows? I mean, today, Vanny's Kitchen is a small setup where there's you and a helper, but tomorrow, who knows? Maybe um, it sets Calcutta on fire. So, Calcutta listeners, if you're listening in, uh, Vanny's Kitchen, not being advertised yet, but uh, it will be soon. And if you want amazing chola bhaturas and uh, gajar kalva and also makki roti sa, soda saag, I mean, you don't get those in Calcutta, right? Vanny's Kitchen, coming soon to a home near you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. So, you know, truly someone, I mean, who's had so much adversity and of course there's so many things that you don't want to mention, you know, on, on camera and off record, but people, you know, who know you or follow you, they, they've known the journey that you've been through. And, you know, this is the 33rd episode of the Smash Bashed Yet Not Dashed podcast. And when I was just thinking back, I'm like, you know, who's the one person okay, the one person who epitomizes smashed and bashed like no other Okay, but yet is just out there playing to win every day. That's that's you. So thank you so much, you know, for, of course, like I said, again, being here. Um, to our viewers and listeners, and we have a fairly dedicated, you know, set who listen to the podcast. What would be your pieces of advice, you know, to them when life deals you a bad hand, when it's one of those, you know, days, weeks, years, you know, decades, maybe even generations of, of bad luck. You know, what is it that you want to tell them? that, hey, this is my advice to you. So I'll just say don't give up. Like everybody says that, don't give up because uh, there's always a second chance. Life always gives a second chance and trust me, the second chance is even better than the first one. Mm -hmm. So just carry on one day at a time and uh, nothing is constant, everything changes. My life has changed so much and my journey has been a roller coaster but, uh, you know, as you go down, you even come up 
and everything just will change for mm. the better mm. again don't be bitter mm. that's very very important and uh, just carry on and uh, sometimes you may lose your path but it's all about finding that path back yeah so just don't give up that's yeah. my message to everybody yeah. yeah because i've had a lot of challenges and it's not been a bed of roses but that's okay yeah. that's all right yeah, and you said everything makes you stronger. Every instance that's happened in your life, it's it's happening for a reason. It's happening for a purpose. So there is this one thing that you've always had, you know, very close to your heart and your mission where you said you want to keep education affordable, right? So in this world where all costs are up, you know, there's cost of infrastructure, staff, everything is just going through the roof. How are you still being able to do what you do in the way that you do? So the you know cause of our school was giving good English medium education at an affordable cost. So that was the main uh, cause that the school was formulated mm -hmm. on. So we have actually stuck to that until date. We are trying to follow that. Yeah. And uh, yes, again uh, we provide a lot of scholarships. And uh, in this pandemic, we reached out to more and more children because there were so many stories and so many. Uh, you know challenges that these people faced and they came to us and we just felt really terrible for them and right. we tried to help them but of course the resources were little and everything was very tight so again I was very very fortunate to have my family and friends who reached out and they just contributed right. and they are sponsoring yeah. children and now I have I think more than 40 people Wow. who are uh, sponsoring children wow. and it's just growing and growing and because the need is so uh, much as well as the mm -hmm. cause is so important mm -hmm. and of course their faith in me and their trust in me I'm very very humbled with that because they have been just really I'm very very blessed to have such people in my life Lovely. yeah it reminds me of you know the Kevin Costner movie Field of Dreams where he says build it and they will come so truly you know, you're building these you know uh, initiatives these causes and that's drawing you know good people uh, towards you so 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 true what is the future hold and we're going to come to a concluding couple of questions so what is the future hold for you what is the future hold for the businesses you're in uh, what are your thoughts when it comes to that so i just want to do meaningful work and uh, i don't think too much of the future mm -hmm. i just take one day at a time and one step at a time but definitely want to work with people who are passionate about this cause. So if I get the opportunity and the path is made, I think uh, I would like to work with people who really, really feel for this cause. Yeah. So that is what the future is for me. Love that. And concluding question as we wrap up today, what will be Vandana Paul's legacy? Oh, that's a tough one. So I'll say K Sara Sara, whatever will be, will be. The future of these children is what is important. And if I'm a part of that journey, yeah. that's what it will be. So, yeah. K Sara Sara, whatever will be, will be. I'm Love not that. a good singer. <laughs> mm. Love that. 34 years in education, just getting started. Ladies and gentlemen, Vandana Paul on the Smash Bashed Yet Not Dash podcast. Follow this amazing person. Okay, she's very media shy, she's not on social media too much. But let's also get her to you know, step out and blow up some of those causes because one of those people who's doing fantastic things, and I'm not saying this because she's family, I'm not saying this because she's the reason why I would have perhaps created the first set of board games at the age of 16 when we sat and played a whole bunch of board games you know, prior to her moving to Calcutta. But I'm just saying that this is one person who is genuine, authentic, has been 
All of those things that we've spoken about in today's podcast had a fantastic journey and continues to give back and will do even more. Thank you so much, Vandana. Appreciate having you here. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really, really honored today. Thank oh, you. Honor was and honor. wish you all the best in your journey ahead. And God bless you with much success. Thank, Thank you. you.